Welcome back to the Highway Health Podcast. And thanks for connecting with us again on Podwheels, powered by Radio Nemo. In this episode of the podcast, we'll be joined by Dr. Calvin Roberts, the president and CEO of the Lighthouse Guild in New York. Dr. Roberts will be discussing the work of the Lighthouse Guild before talking about contact lenses and the eye care necessary for those who wear contacts. Dave Nemo will be your host for this edition of the Highway Health Podcast. And now let's hand it off to Dave for his feature interview with Dr. Calvin Roberts. Dr. Roberts, welcome back. Oh, this is great. I enjoyed it so much last time, and I'm eager to talk to you a little bit more this morning. Oh, man, me too, me too. I went through the whole biography and bona fides and everything before the program, as I mentioned to you during the news break, because if I would have done all this now, number one, it would have been embarrassing for you probably, and number two, it would have taken so much time that the program would be over. But let's just say you know what you're talking about, and you've been doing this a long time, and you head up an organization that is really, really, really a worthy organization, which has more history. I think, than folks would actually realize. The Lighthouse Guild, this is Contact Lens Safety Month. Stating the obvious is kind of what I do for a living, Dr. Roberts. So how important is eyesight to a professional truck driver? I mean, you can't overemphasize that in any way. And a lot of folks wear glasses, of course. I wear glasses now myself. But contact lenses are becoming more and more popular and more and more accessible, I would imagine, and easier to maintain and use. So we're going to kind of talk through contacts here this morning to a great degree. But I thought it would only be fair to maybe talk a little bit about the Lighthouse Guild first. The history goes back to 1905, so we won't go year by year here because that would take a long time. So Lighthouse Guild was formed by two sisters, the Holt, H-O-L-T, sisters. Their father was a famous publisher from a company called Holt Reinhardt. They had this idea of taking their allowance and putting it towards helping people who were blind and visually impaired. And then they recruited a bunch of their friends, and pretty soon this turned into a pretty big thing. The goal there was to help people who were blind and visually impaired and give them something to do with their day rather than just sit around. The way things were back then, they gave people really pretty menial jobs of cleaning, weaving. That's not what we do today. At Lighthouse Guild today, we're all about making it possible for people who are blind and visually impaired to be as productive as people who are sighted. For me, technology is the great equalizer. If people who are blind can operate their computer as effectively as people who are sighted, then really there's no limit to what they can do occupationally and in terms of activities of daily life. In fact, a couple of years ago, you opened the Lighthouse Guild Technology Center. Right. We have all the latest technology. I think of Lighthouse Guild as being the world's leader in assistive technology in terms of developing technology that helps people who are blind and visually impaired, making it available to people across the country and across the world, actually. We have a bunch of not only in-person activities here, but a lot that we do online through our website. We have courses that we give. There's a lot that's available. And of course, part of it is just getting the word out because so many people, as they lose their vision, sometimes from macular degeneration or diabetes, they think that their world is over, that if I lose my eyesight, my world is over. And we're here 
easier to say, no, your world isn't over. With technology, there's a lot that you can still do and be productive in terms of taking care of yourself, navigating your community, being able to watch television, use your computer, communicate with your family and your friends. So it's really an exciting time now as we advance technology to help people who have lost their vision. And I just want to point out one important factor, and then we'll kind of move on into contact lenses here, Dr. Roberts. But the Lighthouse Guild is a not-for-profit organization. The website is lighthouseguild.org, or you can go to radionemo.com. Just scroll down a little bit, and you'll see the link for today's program for the Lighthouse Guild, lighthouseguild.org. This is Contact Lens Safety Month. I'm due for my annual eye exam in a couple of weeks. I was telling my wife, you know, I think I'm going to go with contacts this time. And she says, Dave, you're never going to do that. Just forget about it. I think she's right. But what about a guy like me who has been kind of afraid to put stuff in my eyes for so many decades? Is this the case where this is not your granddaddy's contacts? Well, for sure. So I'll tell you very intimately what happens in my family. So I've been wearing contact lenses now for over 50 years, continuously. I started with them when they were really the hard, big, uncomfortable lenses. Then they became semi-soft and then eventually the soft lenses. I've worn ones that you keep in your eyes for a week. I've worn ones you keep in your eyes for a month. And I keep worn ones that you take out every day. So I'm not just the spokesman here. I'm really the user too. But my wife, her vision has gotten so much worse over the years. She was one of those people who never wore glasses. Then she wore glasses just for reading. Then after a while, she needed glasses both for distance and for reading. And now she seems like she needs her glasses almost all the time. So she said to me, so maybe I should wear contact lenses. I think great. But together to put the contact lenses in, Oh, it's really a chore. Now, once she has them in, she loves them. She says they're really comfortable and I can see really, really well. It makes a huge difference. But to get her to put something in her eye and take it out, oh my gosh. We've been married 43 years. I wasn't sure we were going to make it to 44 one day <laughs> when I was there to try to help her get her lenses in and out. So it does take a little bit of practice. You have to be really, really motivated to say, I'm really going to do this. Have someone who's really good at it show you how to do it. Because once you get the knack of it, and once you can figure this thing out, that's the challenge. Because once they're in your eyes, most of the time you really don't feel them at all. Yeah, we do hear a lot of folks who say, well, I forgot my contacts are in and things like that. As you know, and you've been here before, we're talking to folks out there in an environment that is, even with air conditioning and power steering and all of that, pretty rugged environment. You have folks who haul commodities on flatbed trailers. They have to get out along the side of the road sometimes and tighten down straps, check loads and things. So they're in environments where you've got dust, debris, weather, things like that. Are there some cases where contacts might actually be better in those situations than, say, wearing standard glasses, or are there trade-offs along the way? There are some great advantages. I think you brought some of them up. If you're wearing your glasses and you can start looking underneath the cab and then twist your head in a funny angle and all of a sudden your glasses are starting to fall off, sometimes it's great to wear contact lenses because you have so much a wider field of view and you can move your head without worrying about the glasses coming off. Trucking is a particularly tough environment sometimes for contact lenses because of the fact that you have to really be concentrated on what you're doing. What happens when we concentrate at something that we're looking at is we tend to stare. 
And when we stare, we don't blink our eyes as much as normally we should. Blinking your eyes is just a normal part of keeping your eyes moist. I think of your eyelids as being like windshield wipers and that every time you blink, it clears off the surface of your eye. It actually brings a new layer of coating and hydration to your eye, gets rid of the dirt. So blinking is good and blinking is great. And normally we blink sometimes about every seven, eight seconds usually. When you're staring, that could go 30 seconds without blinking and your eyes get dry. Two things that happen to contact lenses. Either they get dry or they get dirty. What you're trying to do when you wear contact lenses is keep them moist and keep them clean. It's kind of interesting, too, because we talk about breathing a lot. Because folks forget to breathe sometimes, especially in situations where you need to be breathing properly and that gets thrown out of the window pretty quickly. So remembering to blink, I never really thought about that as a thing, but that is kind of a thing, isn't it? That's a great analogy. Remembering to breathe and remembering to blink. Sometimes we tell students who are just studying and studying and studying, just get up, stand up, walk, look out the window, blink a couple times just to refresh your focus and to just give your eyes a chance to rest a little bit and blink. So absolutely, the blinking is important. And when you wear contact lenses, blinking is more important because not only do you have to keep your eyes moist, but you have to keep the contact lenses moist as well. So you started with the hard glass ones, and that's where my wife started, too, through the different types. If you were a truck driver yourself and you wanted to give contacts a chance, what type would you recommend for those folks in the conditions that you kind of just described? So I think right now the state of the art is in what we call one-day disposable contact lenses. The idea here is that you open up a pair of contact lenses, you wear them during the day as long as you want, as long as they're comfortable. At the end of the day, you just take them out of your eyes and you throw them out. The reason why this is great technology is, number one, they never really get dirty because you're throwing them out before they get a chance to really cake up. Number two, you don't have to worry about caring for them. You don't need the solution and cases and all these other things which are, sometimes can be a hassle. So the one-day disposable lenses tend to be very thin and they're very comfortable to wear and you wear them for a day and you throw them out. It also works well for people who wear their contact lenses maybe not every day. They want to wear their contacts some days, and they want to wear their glasses the other days, and that works out well, too. There is only one disadvantage to the one-day disposable lenses, and that is the fact that you're putting a new lens in every day. The cost is a little bit more. And I would say that contact lenses these days are running somewhere around a dollar a day. That's kind of what you're looking at in terms of the cost of contact lenses. Maybe a cup of coffee a day. I'm in New York City. Coffee's oh. gotten really expensive here. <laughs> I could tell that hesitation there. <laughs> the idea of no maintenance really will appeal to a lot of folks out on the road simply because so many drivers, and I have it myself, have sleep apnea. So you have the machine and the hose and the mask, and you got to clean all of right. that and on and on and on. <laughs> so the, all this little maintenance stuff gets to you. One more thing to maintain like that in terms of contact lenses is probably too much to bear. But the idea of you put them in, you take them out, and that's it. And then you would probably have some glasses or something for the off hours or things like that. Right. I have to tell you a story. This really struck me. So I do a lot of my meetings on Zoom these days, and I'm speaking to this woman who does similar work to what I do in the eye research area. And I'm speaking to her for the first time. 
And we start talking, and she brings up the topic of contact lenses because she's wearing glasses. She says to me, what do you think about contact lenses? And I said something similar to what I just said to you, and I think they're great. And she says to me, well, I've thought about contact lenses, but people tell me that I'm so much prettier wearing glasses. So I just kind of smiled, and I don't make any comments about people's appearance and professional discussion. And I thought to myself, how much the world has changed. I mean, I remember as a young person, they used to say, boys won't make passes at girls who wear glasses. And that was like a big motivation for people to get contact lenses so that they would look better in contact lenses than with glasses. Now glasses have gotten to be a fashion item. <laughs> everything changes. Everything changes and everything old is new again. Exactly. Dr. Calvin Roberts is with us here on the program this morning, Highway to Health. And this is Contact Lens Safety Awareness Month. The word safety gets played up quite a bit in the trucking industry, as you well know, Dr. Roberts. Safety, is there a consideration here that, that I'm not thinking of? Yeah, so safety, what we're really talking about is the contact lenses are there to help you. The last thing you want is for the contact lenses to hurt you. It does happen from time to time. And so why does it happen? It happens if the contact lenses get dirty and then your eye can get infected. So think of it like if you had a cut on your skin and you put a dirty bandage on it, it could not make it better, it might make it worse. You wanna have your contact lenses being clean. When we were talking before about one day wear contact lenses, one of the beauties of them is the fact that since you only wear them for one day, they don't get a chance to get dirty, they stay mm -hmm. clean. For as a safety point of view, it's a real important thing. If you don't, you wear other kinds of contact lenses, it's really important that you care for them properly. And that is that when you take them out, you clean them, you store them in fresh solutions. The solution has antibiotics in it to disinfect it and keep it clean so that you're sure that when you put something in your eye, you're putting something that is sanitary and clean and not going to cause problems for your eyes. Well, I wear progressives, they used to be called bifocals, and there are contacts that are essentially progressives or bifocals, and they are weighted yeah. so that there's a little thing in the bottom there, so when you put them in your eye, it obviously is going to rotate and settle in there. Anything to say about those, good, bad, or indifferent? Good, good, and good. I wear those too, so I wear them, and I have to tell you that I never wear glasses to read. 100% of the time, I can see when I'm wearing my contact lenses. And it's not something you have to think about. It's not something that you have to like look down as you would with your glasses. With the progressive vision contact lenses, you can see far, you can see near. Again, like everything, they're not for everyone. I think it's a little bit more important that you get fitted by someone who's experienced, who understands the subtleties of these contact lenses. But for really most people, these progressive style contact lenses work out great and they don't look any different than regular contact lenses they don't feel any different than contact lenses than other contact lenses they just give you the ability to see both as far and at near of course we've heard about the hards and the softs and the long wear and the dailies and things like that the weighted but i've never heard of toric lenses is that something really new or have i just been not paying attention I would never tell the host of a show that I was on that he wasn't paying attention. <laughs> so by default, it has to be new, but it's not that new. So the idea of charcoal lenses is that some people, and actually most people, have something that has this 
terrible term, but it's called astigmatism. People don't really understand what astigmatism is, but astigmatism is nothing bad. Of course, it sounds bad. It has the word stigma in it. Yeah, like it sounds yeah. like it's something that's bad. There's nothing bad about astigmatism. What it just refers to is the fact that our eyes are round. And because they're round, light coming in from all directions focuses equally, and therefore we see clearly looking in all directions. And what astigmatism refers to is the fact that in actuality, no one's eyes are perfectly round. Everyone's eyes are a little subtly more curved in one direction than the other. And the difference in the curvature between one direction and the other direction is what we call astigmatism. And astigmatism can lead to your vision being not 100% sharp with contact lenses. The correction for astigmatism is always built into your glasses. And you all know that your glasses have astigmatism. They compensate for the fact that your eyes are more shaped in one direction than the other by putting a correction in your glasses. That closes out this edition of the Highway Health Podcast. We would like to take this opportunity to thank you once again for spending part of your day with us on Pod Wheels, powered by Radio Nemo. Now, folks, you can always find the Highway Health Podcast through Pod Wheels, powered by Radio Nemo, and let's tell you about a few of the outlets where the podcast is available. You can listen to all of the episodes of the Highway Health Podcast through our website, or you can subscribe to the podcast through all of the major podcast platforms, including Apple, Spotify, iHeart, Amazon Music, and Google Podcasts. Just go to wherever you get your podcast and search Highway to Health. The Highway to Health Podcast is a production of Podwheels, powered by Radio Nemo.